0: We've got some good news, and we've got some bad news. Some feedback, and some random apologetics. Stick around. Let's talk about it. Houston, we have a problem. Podcasting from a parking lot in the Woodlands, Texas, it's The Catholic Hack with Joe McLean.
1: Take this, this. all of you, And and eat it. This is, this is my body, my body which my body will, be given up will be given up for you.
0: First Peter 3:15 Always be ready to give an explanation to anyone who asks you for a reason for your hope. Take this, Take this, all, of this all, of you, you, all of
1: you and drink from you. it. This is the cup of my blood, the blood of the new and everlasting covenant. It will be shed for you and for all, so that sin that may be forgiven.
0: The Church of the Living God, the pillar and foundation of truth. 1 Timothy 3.15 Do this in memory of you. Welcome back to the Catholic hack I'm Joe McLean, and this is episode number 53 we've got a lot of material to share with you today I want to give you some updates about what's coming down the line but before we do that let us go to our Father in prayer in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit all glory be to God Almighty praise you Lord Jesus Christ praise you O Holy Spirit descend upon us fill us full of your grace Take away our hearts of stone and give us hearts of flesh. I beg this mercy upon this podcast, upon all of its listeners, its family, its friends, its loved ones, and even its enemies. O Holy Jesus, I pray for the grace to become like a saint. Look past my iniquity and bestow your grace. There is so much that I do not deserve, especially your love, but you give it anyway, and I thank you for this grace. And I pray, O Holy Father... For the listeners in this podcast they struggle so much through life there's so much that they that they endure daily and I pray that you give them the grace to endure this with humility with charity I pray that you let them see the pure love that you have for them especially in the crosses that they bear and the grace that they receive in, in bearing their cross I pray there's so many who are struggling right now with job situations that have lost jobs who will be losing jobs who can't find work God have mercy provide for their needs give them what they need open the doors for them I beg of you O Lord that you will provide for their so many needs for their families I pray O Holy Father so many struggle with disease and illness so many with real temptations and trials that I can't even imagine I pray that you'll have grace upon them, that you will show forth your love and kindness, and that you will give them the grace they need to bear this cross. They are earning so many graces stored up for heaven that they don't even know. Let them see this beautiful gift that you've given them in the crosses that they bear. I seek the intercession of our Blessed Lady over this podcast and over all of its listeners. O dear lady, whisper the names of each of the listeners into the ear of your Son. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's get back to Breaking the Bread with Dr. Scott Hahn.
2: The Ascension wasn't a supernatural rocket launch. It was a liturgical event. It was the feast day when Jesus, our High Priest, entered the heavenly sanctuary before us so that we could offer sacrifice in His temple. Where is that temple today and what's our sacrifice? Find out next on Breaking the Bread. By His death, resurrection, and ascension, Jesus has gone ahead to prepare a place for us in His Father's house. His Father's house is no longer a temple made by human hands. It's the spiritual house of the church built on the living cornerstone of Christ's resurrected body. As St. Peter interprets the Scriptures, Jesus is the stone destined to be rejected by men, the builders, but made the precious cornerstone of God's temple on earth and in heaven. Each of us is called to be a living stone in that temple. In this building of the Spirit, we are to be holy priests offering up spiritual sacrifices. All of our prayers, our works, our intentions to the living God. This is our lofty calling as Christians. This is why Christ led us out of the darkness of sin and death, just as Moses led Israel from bondage in Egypt. God's covenant with Israel made them a royal and priestly people, who were to announce his praises by our faith in Christ's new covenant, we've been made heirs of this chosen race, called to glorify the Father in the temple of our bodies. In this week's first reading, we see the spiritual house of the church being built up as the apostles consecrate seven deacons so that they can devote themselves more fully to the ministry of the word. The Word of the Lord is upright and all His works trustworthy as we sing in our responsorial psalm so we can trust Jesus, the living Word, when He tells us never to be troubled but to believe that His Word and works come from the Father. His Word continues its work in the world through the Church. In our Easter readings, we see its beginnings in Jerusalem it is destined to spread with power and influence and to become the imperishable seed by which every heart is born anew. This is Scott Hahn for Breaking the Bread.
1: Breaking the Bread is a production of the St. Paul Center for Biblical Theology. If you'd like to receive written copies of Dr. Hahn's reflections on the Sunday Mass readings, you can contact us by email at staff at salvationhistory.com. Or call us at 740 264 9535. That's 740 264
0: Well, I want to introduce to you a new segment. This segment will be about feedback. As I'm starting to receive more and more feedback for the podcast, I thought, you know, it's only appropriate that I, I try to make more opportunity to share that feedback. Oftentimes, I get so focused on the subjects or the interviews at hand that I just don't, I can't find the, the perfect balance to find uh, the time to, to play the feedback, and for that I truly do apologize. But today, I thought I would share with you some of the feedback that we've received in the last couple of weeks, some voicemail feedback, as well as some emails and some reviews on iTunes, and then take the opportunity to dive deep into some random apologetic topics. So, without further ado, let's kick off the feedback. I count feedback in 5, 4, 3,
1: 2, 1. Cue feedback. Hey, Joe, it's your buddy up in Wisconsin. Um, I did pray the rosary for you in your podcast. However, I did it just before I listened to it, so I don't think that counts. Um, and actually, I was calling. Um, you know, one of the things that you missed on the on the um, opening was the opening prayer. And so I think changing your game like that because of criticism is not always the best thing. But, um, you know, years ago I used to listen to a Brain Brew podcast, and they had it segmented where – you could, It was one podcast, but if you push the fast-forward button, it would go to the next segment. And they had it kind of segmentized like your podcast. So I don't know how to do that. I don't know anything about podcasting or how you'd save those files, but maybe that's something you could look into. Um, let the people that want a half-an-hour fix, let them fast-forward through. The rest of us, we could just play it all the way through. Talk to you later. Bye.
0: That's some really great advice. Thank you so much for that. Yes, I do get caught up in thinking about the format, what I'll say, you know, all of these details that sometimes I just forget about uh, the one thing that I wanted to add the most, which was the prayer. So I have, uh, as you see, I've added it back to this podcast right there in the beginning. Before we really get too heavy into anything, I really want to take the time to to pray for you and and for this podcast and for the listeners and and just ask God's intercession that we might do His will and all things be for His glory and and so many of you have shared with me um, you know the struggles that you have in life and I really want to pray about that I want to offer that up in intercession and uh, you know although at first I thought I would be specific about people's intercessional needs you know I would mention them and their needs but Uh, I think I was convinced that that's probably not so appropriate, so I pray much more generally. However, if there is something very specific that you want me to pray for, I'd be happy to do that. Most of you have shared uh, struggles with um, vocational crises, and some of you have had some issues over um, medical uh, situations and loved ones and um, friends and family members who are leaving the church, and I'm praying about all of that. So thank you so much for reminding me of that very important fact. We must pray. We should always start with prayers. Pope Benedict XVI recently and before his trip here to the United States said we must start with prayer. And John Paul II was the same way. So very excellent point. Your next point about segmenting the podcast in different chapter selections, that is something I can do in GarageBand, and so I'm doing that now. Um, you know, with these podcasts, they, they tend to be a lot of uh, back-end uh, work to get them posted. And so that's just one more step we need to add. It does pro- produce a much higher quality for the listeners, so that's something that's worth investing in. But uh, that's usually the reason why we haven't done it to date It's just because it takes that much longer to actually produce. But it's a very good idea. It's uh, one that the best podcasts in the business will actually utilize, so I see no reason why I shouldn't do the same. So thank you so much for that.
1: Hello, Joe. This is Greg Cuter from the Divine Mercy Podcast. I hope I called the right number. I was listening to your latest episode, number 52, uh, with the Rosary Army Part 2. And I wanted to let you know that uh, while I was listening to that on my flight from Phoenix to Newark, I whipped out my handy-dandy little rosary, and I set a rosary for all the intentions that you mentioned on the podcast. Uh, If I'm the first one who happens to have gotten a hold of you and let you know, Uh, I would ask that you give the next person the Catholic Act T-shirt. Certainly not because I don't want one, but uh, I can afford to get my own, which I will do eventually. And I want somebody else to have a gift. So uh, please do that for me as a favor to me. Uh, God bless you, and keep up the great
0: work. Greg, thank you so much for your prayers and for your feedback. And I believe your podcast uh, can be found at DivineMercyPodcast.com. I will provide a link to that on the show notes on the blog at www.catholichack.com. And yes, you were actually the first one to tell me you were pray had prayed a rosary for the intentions of this podcast for for me specifically, and I truly do appreciate that. Thank you so much. And I will have to find someone else to give the T-shirt to, so no sweat there. I'm sure we'll come up with something. Uh, you know. Um, I really appreciate the fact that uh, people pray for me it really is something something else altogether when people whom you don't even know never even met tell you that they're praying for you that they're sacrificing for you and that's one of the topics I want to talk about today in the uh, general apologetics discussion that we will dive deep into so you know what without further ado why don't we roll up our sleeves why don't we dive deep and get into the truth about sacrificial prayer
2: you want answers i think i'm entitled you want answers i want the truth you can't handle
0: the truth this school when i sit even just a little bit i get hit with the power that made the veil in the temple split when i submit fall on the floor and the door can't get enough got to come back for some more
1: hey we've got a problem
0: here we can benefit in this school. Repent commit.
1: Roger
0: that. rises up in adoration of the throne, something happens to my wounded heart from all the love reviewed and shown. bright like the comes to my head to persist. The change and sustain the way I think it exists. To feel the bliss because my name is in the book of life's list. That's what happens when you sit in the school of the Eucharist. Mr. Hemmings, take her down.
2: Make your depth one five zero feet, ten degree down bubble. One five zero feet, ten
1: degree down bubble. Aye, sir. Dive, dive, dive. Hey Joe, um, you know a while back you did that podcast on offering it up and trying to explain that, and then it, it was blank, and then you did the rework. You know, I, I'm not sure it was ever really answered the question for you know, for me anyway. I was wondering if you could put a couple of links on the blog spot about you know something that really describes just what we're talking about when we say offered up. I just heard another podcast from Catholic Answers, and they're talking about. Uh, if you're in pain, you know, offer it up. And so I'm still not sure what that means. Thanks, bud. Talk to you later. Bye.
0: Well, thanks for the, the phone call once again. Yeah, offering it up. That was episode number 41. And in that episode, we talked about offering it up. And I and I think I shared with you an experience that I had at uh, a Crescia weekend where I was able to encounter not only really the, the 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 Holy Spirit, but I encountered the sacrificial prayer and it really blew me away. You know, and I can remember standing on on the Sunday of the retreat at the foot of a cross outside. It was this giant cross in in a garden and and it had these nails stuck into it. This was up in New Hampshire. And um, I stood at the foot of that cross just crying because I felt what it was like to have someone sacrifice for me. And I felt like I didn't deserve it. And um, it really, I had a hard time coping with the fact that people were sacrificing for me. And so that's really when I talk about sacrificial prayer, that's what I'm talking about. And you know, this uh, your phone call was was so well timed because just this past weekend on our Sunday readings was the perfect verse for for me to really contemplate what it means when someone says you have to offer it up or you should offer it up let's turn to our our bibles and first peter and let's read what our first pope saint peter let's start at uh verse 18 of first peter chapter 2 and i'm reading from my saint ignatius holy bible revised standard version catholic edition the Catholic Heavy Hitters Bible is like I like to call it. Verse 18, Servants, be submissive to your masters with all respect, not only to the kind and gentle, but also to the overbearing. For one is approved if, mindful of God, he endures pain while suffering unjustly. For what credit is it if when you do wrong and are beaten for it, you take it patiently? But if when you do right and suffer for it, you take it patiently, you have God's approval. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his footsteps. He committed no sin, no guile was found on his lips. When he was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but he trusted to him who judges justly he himself bore our sins in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness by his wounds you have been healed for you were straying like sheep but have now returned to the shepherd and guardian of your souls i really love that that really struck me you know and It's just, it's amazing how things work because I was supposed to sub as a lector at our parish this last weekend. And so I I really read this particular verse. It started at verse 21. But I backed this up to verse 18. And I, I sort of read this over and over again in preparation to um, proclaim this reading. And it turns out I was not even needed. I, I just didn't have to uh, lecture at all. So I feel like the Holy Spirit was giving me an opportunity, in, encouraging me to to really study and and contemplate this particular verse. And so um, it was nice timing to receive your voicemail feedback uh, about offering it up and what does that really mean and it's really hard to put into words because I think you have to experience it first you know when someone whom you never even met sends you a letter an email whatever and says to you you don't know me but I slept on the floor all last week for you I pray fervently to our God that he will lift you up I wore a stone in my shoe And walked on it all week so that I might endure pain for you so that God will have mercy upon you so that I I didn't eat a whole day and I endured that so that God will find favor in you and I offered this up for you and for the glory of God that's the kind of sacrificial suffering that we talk of when we say offered up. And that St. Peter here is being clear that in verse 21 he says, for to this you have been called because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his footsteps. That's a pretty clear statement from St. Peter. That how are we supposed to be? We're supposed to be just like Christ. And what is the example Christ gives us but hanging on the tree, it says. It even says that, that he hung on the tree in verse 24. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. So Christ is our example. We are called, as St. Peter tells us, implores us, begs us here in First Peter chapter 2, we are to be like him. If Christ is suffering for others then we should suffer for others what credit is there st. Peter tells us if we suffer for doing the wrong thing patiently big deal but if you do what is right and you're still persecuted and you take that and endure that patiently with humility then praise be to God that's where you find grace before God and see I like to think of this whole thing In light of the image of father and son. You see, God is our father. You know, we are his sons and we are his daughters. We are his children. And when we mimic our father, that pleases him. We mimic him. My my, my kids mimic me and my behaviors the problem here is that sometimes my behaviors aren't always good and so sometimes they mimic the bad ones but often they they mimic some of the good stuff too and that makes me proud when my daughter my two-year-old daughter will cross herself at church and pray and she'll pray with her heart she'll say Jesus and she'll she'll look at the cross and she, and she will pray to him that makes me proud even if she's just mimicking my behaviors Well, if I'm proud and I'm wicked, how much more will our Father in Heaven be proud for us mimicking the behavior that He finds absolutely beautiful? That one act that not only required our salvation, but that one act that gave us the possibility of salvation. The act of our Lord Jesus dying on the cross, bearing our sins in His body upon the tree of life. And so when we say, offer it up, that's when we encounter, you know, suffering, when we come up with opportunities of suffering, and they don't always have to be big sufferings. We're not talking about, you know, being, you know, physically beaten for the faith. It could be small, annoying sufferings, like sitting in traffic jams, you know, those kinds of sufferings. Those are opportunities to sacrifice humbly if we don't waste those opportunities we don't complain about them we don't bellyache and grumble you know we just we patiently endure them we can use those as opportunities for grace for other people and we can also as I as I use the example of receiving a, a letter or something from a person you never even met who talks about all these sp- specific sufferings you know we can also do that we can sacrifice for other people how powerful it is To fast and to pray for someone else and how few and little we ever take advantage of that how sad is that st. Paul talks about this concept over and over again Romans chapter 8 verse 17 and if children then heirs heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ if we only suffer with him so that we may also be glorified with him See, that's that image of father and son that I, I was talking about. St. Paul nails that. He uses that very example to talk about suffering. We must suffer with Christ. Verse 17, that's Romans 8. Also, Second Corinthians chapter 4, But, we hold this treasure in earthen vessels that the surpassing power may be of God and not from us. We are afflicted in every way but not constrained, perplexed but not driven to despair, persecuted but not abandoned, struck down but not destroyed, always carrying about in the body the dying of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our body for we Who live are constantly being given up to death for the sake of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may be manifested in our mortal flesh so death is at work in us but life in you so it's it's the very fact of our suffering that we can see Christ it's because we suffer patiently and endure like Christ if we have if we can participate with the grace of God to do that, then people will see Christ in us. You see, because when they think of Christ, they think of the cross and how he endured that tree of life, that pain for us and for the whole world. So if we can endure suffering patiently and humbly, then it's in that action that they will see Jesus through us. Colossians chapter 1, verse 24. Now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake and in my flesh I am filling up what is lacking in the afflictions of Christ on behalf of his body, which is the church. What possibly could be lacking? Well, you know what? We are to participate in the suffering of Christ. Saint Peter makes this clear in 1 Peter chapter 2. We are participating with Jesus. He is our example, St. Peter tells us. We are to follow his example by offering up sacrifices humbly, you know, respectfully. We are to offer up sacrifices for each other to build up the body of Christ, which St. Paul says is the church. And so when we talk about offering it up, we're talking about taking opportunities that present themselves daily in our lives to use those as, as as avenues for grace for someone else think about all the times that you know in your day when when you might be annoyed at something so for me personally I use the same examples over and over again I get annoyed if I'm having to sit in traffic for too long or standing in line for too long if I have to wait for anything for any period of time I am a crying two-year-old that's just my personality this is what God has to deal with in me but think about all the opportunities that I have to to suck it up for lack of a better term and use those as say uh, to offer up a god I will take this opportunity to offer this up for the grace for my family may you have grace upon my, my family as a result you know there's just so many chances occasions God gives us in daily life to 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 act like Christ to deal patiently with that suffering to endure just like Christ did. See, God doesn't call all of us to, to endure horrible sufferings like Christ did, although some have. Saints, there's so many saints who have endured such horrible afflictions. Philippians chapter 3, verse 10, to know him and the power of his resurrection and the suffering, and the sharing of his sufferings by being conformed to his death. If somehow I may attain the resurrection from the dead. So, some saints have been called to this high level, this enormity of sufferings, and we are all called to holiness. So, if we had the courage to pray that God give us the grace to become saints, then maybe we too will. But you know what? He doesn't call all of us to. But He calls almost every human being to endure little sufferings. Little sufferings. Maybe it's skipping a meal, maybe it's wearing a pebble in your shoe or sleeping on the floor. You know so many of people on this planet go hungry every day and yet so many of those people who suffer far more than I do out of no choice do so far more humbly than I ever do sitting in traffic does that make sense you know and I think that we miss so many opportunities to offer it up for each other to build the body of Christ to pray for those who just don't get prayer. You know, I read a book called God Sent. It was about our Blessed Lady, the Marian apparitions uh, throughout time. And the, the one message being repeated over and over again, our Blessed Lady was trying to encourage the faithful to pray because so many, there were so many human beings who had no one to pray for them. People in purgatory, people on earth, nobody to pray for them. How sad is that, that there's nobody praying for this soul, a soul that God created, and nobody is praying for them? Oh, so many opportunities we've missed to offer it up for for people whom we don't even know. So maybe our prayer should be, God, please let me offer up this sacrifice of of being annoyed right here and now over whatever it is for the person whom nobody is praying for. May you redeem their souls from purgatory, purify them, accept them lovingly in your arms in heaven for all eternity, and join me with them someday in the new Jerusalem that we might worship you together. So that's kind of what I mean by offering it up. And I hope I was able to clarify or discuss that in a much greater way. And if if I was not so successful, well, then I want you to let me know. And what I'll do is I'll post some more resources on the website that might help to clarify the situation again but go back and listen to episode number 41 you're right the first time I put it out halfway through it cut off and then all the listeners had to offer up my podcast because it was broke. How sad is that? Um, but I did fix it, and uh, so the full episode is there. If you want to have a listen, if you didn't get to listen to the full episode, please go back at www.catholichack.com and check that out.
1: This is Adam the Catholic from Theotokos, a podcast about Mary, Mother of God, and you're listening to The Catholic Hack with Joe McLean.
0: Thanks, Adam appreciate that. You know, I wanted to also just talk just for a few minutes about the Pope coming to the United States. And there is a Protestant radio station down here in Houston that's quite popular, even among Catholics, because they play mostly Christian contemporary music. Uh, They don't get, they don't do a lot of uh, preaching from Protestant pastors. So as a result, a lot of Catholics tend to uh, listen to that station. And I won't mention the station, but uh, we were here at the Fullness of Truth, where I work full time in a Catholic ministry uh, received a copy of an email uh, from a listener of that radio station who was criticizing the radio station an evangelical radio station for doing news reports about the Pope's visit and this person whom I won't even mention their name uh, I just thought I'd mention it because it's uh, interesting to see how our church is being attacked daily out there and how we do need to have a response for the hope that lies within us first peter three fifteen, our beloved first pope you know implored us to be prepared to know our faith and and to give a, a reasoned response it says hi i appreciate your station and believe that you're doing great things and making a positive difference i thank you for that There is something, though, that I don't understand. The Catholic Pope is a man, a sinful man like me. He believes that that he and the priests in the Catholic Church have been given by God the authority to decide at confession whether or not another sinful man's sins are forgiven. The Catholic is taught that when their Pope is sitting in his chair, he is speaking ex cathedra, and when he speaks, when he speaks, his words are the very infallible words of God himself. I heard the Catholic Pope yesterday on the radio say that he hopes his visit to our country quote, brings spiritual renewal to everyone in the United States. Unquote. How in the world can a human? who is not human as well as God bring spiritual renewal to anyone with that said why in the world do we as Christians who believe that there is only one mediator between God and men the man Christ Jesus first Timothy 2 5 make a to-do about the Catholic Pope this gives credence to a belief that is in actuality unchristian why are we doing this thank you for hearing me well I put it to you what would you say to a, to a criti- critic of the church such as that do we have a response <laughs> you better believe we've got a response so what would you say what is the answer here was the evangelicals radio station's response he is the head of the largest christian denomination in the world he is a man of peace and a follower of jesus christ He is also the head of a government coming to America on a mission of peace. While I understand your feelings, I would be remiss if we did not do news stories about the Pope's visit. That was a fantastic, very charitable response to to this gentleman's criticism. And yet the gentleman didn't stop there. He went on to respond in a much more um, forceful manner. But I want to know what your response is. And I think, you know, I've had a couple of responses to praying the rosary. So i am decided to change up the t-shirt giveaway from the rosary. Since I've already had people praying for the rosary and they don't want the t-shirt. They want me to give it out. So I tell you what I'm going to do. We're going to change the, the, the next t-shirt giveaway to this. I want to hear from you. What is your response to this gentleman's critique?
1: This just in. Due to the shortage of Catholic hack t-shirts, looting and rioting has ensued. The Catholic hack said that he will not give any away until, quote, I get some answers. Because I'm too scared to go out there. Let's go to our man on the street to find out what it's like.
0: So Christy, help me. They want some t-shirt? They're little penalty, everything. Please someone get an answer right. Now to you, Joe. Dive, dive, dive. All right, there you go. This is how we're going to do this. I want you to call the voicemail feedback line. And tell me what your response is to this gentleman's critique, his claim that the Pope is just a a fallible, sinful man who has no authority from Christ, who cannot bring peace or even wish peace upon someone else. Call me at 713-568-6277 and let me know how you would give a response to this gentleman. How would you defend your beautiful Catholic faith? Do that today. received some more iTunes reviews and I thank you so much for that I want to share some more with you that I haven't shared before Here's one by Teacher. It says, What a fabulous way to awaken the Holy Spirit in us all. This podcast really makes you think in ways you never have before about scripture and ritual. Joe is intriguing and thought-provoking. He is on fire with his love and is truly contagious. Thank you for your service and inspiration. Dive deep. Thank you so much for that. Here's one from Autism Dad that almost made me cry. I gotta tell you, this one really, really struck me deep. It says, I began listening to Joe's podcast. And rediscovered a long-missing part of myself my faith and fervor for it as the father of seven with four autistic children I have been angry at God for what was done to me but now I can see that we are actually blessed by God with these four little angels now all I have to do is find a way for them to make it through mass one cross at a time I guess thanks Joe that's what I'm talking about that's offering it up That's sacrificial love. That's, you know, taking the cross that God's given us and being like Christ and just dealing with it in a patient, humble, and loving way, even if it's not easy. And autism, Dad, I'm telling you, I got so much to learn from you. I thought I had it bad. I thought I have it rough. I don't have it. I've got it easy. You know, thank you so much for that. I really do truly appreciate your feedback. Hey, Jean Marie twenty eight thirty one says, "This is a great podcast. I just found it, and I've been learned so much from it. I love it. Keep up the good work." John A. from New Jersey. Joe rocks. His podcast is an important part of my week. Joe helps me learn about and stay in touch with my faith. His personal messages help me keep going. Jaden says, this podcast has been so helpful to me on my journey into the Catholic faith. I'm just beginning to embark on this wonderful journey, and the hack has given me tons of food for thought. Thanks again for all that you do, Joe, and I highly recommend everyone subscribe. God bless and keep you. It's all yours, says Joe digs deep on every podcast. Don't let the parking lot fool you. He produces a very professional uh, broadcast, it says. It is well-edited and content-rich. Each one is deep Catholic reflection and insight. His story and his guests have really inspired me and my wife to learn more about our faith. We have since listened to all the back episodes and haven't been disappointed. Wow, thank you so much. The patience alone you would have had to have endured to listen to all those back episodes. I can't begin to imagine. That is sacrificial love. El Sakla says just had the opportunity to listen to Joe's 51st episode, The Rosary Army Part 2. This program is proof positive that our father does exist through the talents of Joe, Greg, and Jennifer, the pointing the way his message is heard. The result is that we undergo a deeper understanding of God's plan. With this understanding, we strengthen the bond of the new and everlasting covenant. Wow, thank you so much. You know, Wayne, that's Wayne, actually. Wayne uh, sent me an email. You know, Wayne, thank you so much for that personal Inspiration, the personal uh, attaboy that you gave me. And there's Pat also sent me an attaboy after the last episode when I was feeling a bit down and depressed over some negative feedback. Thank you guys so much for that. I can't begin to tell you how much I do truly appreciate that. Hey, many of you have taken advantage of the Catholic Hack bookstore. That's at www.catholiccompany.com forward slash Catholic hack where you can find some fantastic Catholic resources to help build you up in the faith. One of my absolute favorites is a father who keeps his promises by Dr. Scott Hahn. I know I can't I can't help myself. You know, I just got to promote that guy because he's just so much a part of my faith walk, and and I owe so much to him and his wife, and and to uh, all the others that really have inspired me to to do this podcast and to share my faith with you. So please go by the go by that website www.catholiccompany.com forward slash Catholic Hack, and pick up some of these resources. It's a fantastic way for you to support this podcast and to and to deepen your own faith to dive deep pick some up pick up some of the resources and give them away to family and friends challenge fallen away catholic loved ones to to encounter the the church for the first time probably in their entire life even though they might have gone through catholic schools you know until high school or college even a lot of times they just weren't properly catechized, and and they might encounter the church for the very first time through some materials that you might pick up. So do that. If you haven't already, please do consider leaving me a review on iTunes. You know, my goal was to get onto page one of the featured Catholic, or the featured Christian podcast lists, and I was getting pretty high up on page two when this week, for whatever reason. I just got bumped all the way back down to the bottom of page two. Now I'm barely hanging on. I don't know what happened. It's an iTunes thing. but So you know what? I could really use your support there. So please ask you know, your friends and your family to subscribe through iTunes, leave reviews on iTunes. That's what will help get us up to page one and reach our goal to to have an answer for the hope that lies within, to share the beautiful Catholic faith with the entire planet. That's what we're here for, for God's glory. Not my ego, but for God's glory. That's the whole point to this, this podcast. Hey, I also want to ask you for your prayers. I really want to go to the Eucharistic Congress in Atlanta and participate in the new Catholic Media event that SQPN is putting together. I really want to do that, and I'm praying that God will provide the funds and the time that, uh, that will be needed to go. So if you could pray for me for that, ask God for some specific prayers that He provide for that need, I would greatly, greatly appreciate that. Um, that would be most wonderful. Well, I said I had some uh, good news and some bad news at the very beginning of the show. Well, let's see. The bad news first, I guess. The bad news is in the month of May, my wife and kids are going to go home back to New Hampshire to visit family. They're going to be gone for the entire month. That's, That's pretty bad news for me. Uh, it's hard for me to go without my family. When I'm away from them, you know, I get kind of depressed and down. As many of you, I'm sure, can relate. So many of you travel for for your your work, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. So that's bad news. My family will be gone the entire month of May. What's the good news? Well, the good news is, since my family will be gone the entire month of May, I can podcast that much more. All right. So maybe that's part of the bad news. But at any rate. I'm going to get caught up. There's so much material that I have yet to share with you. I have interviewed, you know, Patrick Madrid, already interviewed in the can. Kimberly Hahn, already interviewed in the can. Uh, Steve Bowman, already interviewed in the can. Sandra Burke, already interviewed in the can. Um, Mickey Addison, already interviewed in the can. I have so so much material that I have yet to, to share with you. It's just because I've been so busy and there's just been so much going on that I haven't been able to, to get to that so I've got a lot to share with you in the month of May and I'm looking forward to doing that I'm also going to and I know I've been saying this and saying this and saying this but I'm gonna start that Salvation History Bible study I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it I promise you right now in the month of May we're going to be starting our very own Salvation History Bible study and we are gonna dive deep together and we're going to go through this beautiful book, this Catholic book we call the Bible, and we are going to learn our faith and share it with the whole world. So, look forward to that. Bad news, good news. Bad news, my family leaves. Good news is you got a lot more podcasting coming your way. So please, please do stick around and listen to the Catholic Hack. Be sure to stop by the blog at www.catholichack.com, where you can reach out to me. I've created a new email address this week. To, to contact me. It's catholichack at gmail.com. You can catch the link right off the blog and there's also a way to get a hold of me on Twitter. There's Facebook. I've created a Facebook group where you can join that and, uh, and, uh, and you can catch... Information that I'll send to you through Facebook. So plenty of ways to reach out to me. SQPn.com also I'm posting there as well where you can also leave feedback there as well. So plenty of ways for you to participate, to reach out to me, to let me know that you're praying, that you're listening, and, and all that. Give give us a call at 713-568-6277. That's 713-568-6277 to leave your voicemail feedback that I can play on the podcast. I would truly appreciate that. Well, guys, you know, I'm praying for you and I pray that you're praying for me. And so many of you have been, and I truly do appreciate that. I want you to send me your response to that gentleman's criticism of our beautiful pontiff, Pope Benedict XVI, so that I can give you a free Catholic Hack t-shirt. Do that today. Give me a call. How would you respond when someone attacks the Pope? The pontificate, First Peter 1.15. Always be ready to give an answer for the hope that lies within. So, are you ready? Let me know. I can't wait to give you a Catholic Hack t-shirt today. By the way, if you want to buy your own Catholic Hack t-shirt, go to the blog www.catholichack.com and click on the t-shirt there and you can pick up your own Catholic Hack t-shirt and mug. Fantastic way to support the podcast and a Catholic owned business as always I'm praying for you please pray for me God bless
2: SQPN,
1: the best in Catholic podcasting.